Hey girls, welcome to the Gateway Women podcast. We are so excited you've joined us. I'm your host, Pastor Bridget Morris. I oversee our women's ministry here at Gateway Church. I'm the women's pastor, so thanks for joining us. I have an amazing guest on the show today. I'm so excited to have her here. She was actually our very first guest on our first podcast ever. Her name is Rachel Gilbert. She is my cousin, slash cousin-in-law, I don't know what that is, but um, but also she's just a really good friend of mine. We have walked a lot of life over the years together and I'm just really excited to have her on the show. Hello. Hi, Bridget. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Okay, so a little bit about Rachel. So she, um, she got her counseling degree from the King's University, which is where I'm getting my master's right now for theology. So she's a little ahead of me. And actually when she was going through, that's what kind of triggered me to be like, huh, I, w- I feel like I feel like maybe I'm supposed to do that. And as I would talk to her, I was like, okay. And you know, it's getting your master's or going back to school when you are a mom, you're working, they, her and her husband have a business. It's like, it's a lot. But as I saw her walk faithfully through that and just the blessing that the Lord put on her heart, I was like, yes, okay. I think, you know, it was just inspirational to me. I feel like this is, this is what the Lord's called us to. Um, anyway, so she's a licensed counselor. Uh, you've been married for almost 18 years Yep. and you have two daughters and a son. So she's a mom. How old is Ellie? Your oldest 16, 16. And then how old is Zeke? He is 11. Okay. So you can kind of get the ages in there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. How old is Libby? 14, 14. Yeah. So 16, 14, 14, 11. 11. He'll be 12 in a couple months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two years apart. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's Mm -hmm. yeah. Same, same with mine. Um, okay. So she wrote a book. And I want to just like show it real quick. Ta-da! For those of you on YouTube watching, this is what it looks like. Um, image restored. And uh, it says, tear down shame and insecurity to experience a body image renovation. I love that so much. Um, and so we're going to talk about the book and like what this book is all about. But first, I want to just pick your brain because, you know, you're, you've been a part of women's ministry here at Gateway for years. Um, And I love that the Lord put something on your heart and then you were obedient to walk that out. So can you just tell us a little bit about what inspired you, what drove you to write this book and how that process has even been? Yeah, actually, you know how I know how long I've been at Gateway is because we we started a Gateway and I attended my first women's group whenever Ellie was two months old. Okay. So <laughs> you basically uh, by <laughs> your children's ages. Yes. I do the same. I'm like, okay, Ellie's 16. I've been here 16 years. So if you had told me 16 years ago that I would be sitting here talking with you about a book I just wrote, I would have laughed and said, that's hilarious. And I think (laughs) pretty much everybody who knew me then would also laugh with me and say, that's hilarious. That's not going to happen. And so you ask how to get from, I mean, for me, it's been a one step of faith at a time. I remember in, um, after I attended groups with uh, women in the beginning, I had a leader tell me, she said, I think you could lead a group. And I was like, oh, no right at first it freaked me out I led a group and I'm like okay I can do this so it's been just one obedient step at a time and so that's why you know people ask me how'd you get to writing a book I'm going how long do you have because do you really want to know all the steps in between and most people see the mountaintop moments right that's what this is right but they don't know about the 16 years that came before it right and that's glimpses of people's highlights versus the all the kind of trudgery that 
brought yeah. them to that place. Yeah, exactly. And so how I even started writing is I did go through Wild here at Gateway. Shout out Wild yeah. Women in Leadership Development. Boom. Yeah. Um, which yeah, you just said what it stands for. Normally when I'm on podcasts, I, I'm like, I went through Wild and they're like, what? And yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, it's a it's a leadership class. I'm wait, hold on, let me explain. And anyhow, whenever they had an author come in, honestly, I kind of thought, well, I guess this class, this one doesn't apply to me. I was doing mental grocery lists and whatnot. And at the end, cause I just had never wrote anything yeah. up until that point and didn't consider myself a writer. Yeah. And whenever she, at the very end of the class, she said, um, if you want to be a leader, you need to know how to write because you might be called upon to write an article for something and everything. And she said, I recommend start a blog, work on your writing. Even if your mom and aunt are the only one reading it, that's yeah, fine. That's good. You're working on your writing. So I started a blog called Life Outside the Shell and the founding scripture. I know it's funny. I love it's it so cringy. Much. I'm like, oh, no, I love um, it. Yeah. <laughs> we all start somewhere, right? <laughs> um, and the founding verse was 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God has not given me a spirit of fear or timidity, but power, love, and a sound mind. And I started writing and I realized, ooh, I kind of like this and people were reading it. And then doors just started opening people, you know, asking me to write an article for something and then started getting asked to speak. And then the Lord asked me to start a podcast. And then I met a literary agent at a conference I was attending. So all the things that have led me to where I am now, and even the book that I wrote, like they asked me, Hey, uh, we love you essentially is what they said, yeah. but what topics do you have? And at the time I was about to go speak and teach a workshop on body image. And so I said, well, body image, I could do that. Yeah. And they were like, we love it. Let's do it. And so all these steps are a little backwards. Like I know sometimes we'll hear, you know, coaches and things say, okay, here's the ABC. And I'm thinking, honestly, my ABC is the Lord just told me do this next. And I was like, yeah. okay. And I went and did it. And yeah. so that's really kind of how I got to even getting to write a book was just a small, obedient yes to start a little humble little blog that's a little cringy if you find it and look at it now, but <laughs> that's okay. And so it got me to where I am now. Yeah. So so for this project specifically, what was was there a moment that you were like, I feel like, you know, the body of Christ really needs a book like this? Was it out of a personal revelation? Like how did this book come about for you to really step out because it's been a process it is a lot of work so just curious how what was ignited what was that ignition point for you yes well i guess two points one yes it's been a personal thing for me that i've walked through personally and, and then also now counseling women see how my thing about especially something like body image is i have a righteous anger that wells up in me <laughs> whenever i see myself and other women held back from the things that god is calling them to or living just their life to the fullest because the enemy uses something to disqualify them. Yeah. We know the enemy uses all kinds of things yes. to disqualify yeah. us, yeah. but body image is a huge one that yes. I have seen disqualify women. And I don't think they are even are aware of it, um, that they have that little internal dialogue happening. Yes. And so that's personally where that came from. Um, and I guess you'd say the other side that it came from was, as I told you, one of the topics that I was being asked to speak on was body image. And every time I spoke on it, a couple things happened. One, people would always come up after and say, 
do you have a book? I want to learn more. Because as we know, yeah. 30 minutes, 40 minutes, you can only scratch so the surface. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, I know. One day I need to kind of thing. And so I knew one day I'm, I need to write something. Yeah. But then also it, it did really bother me because whenever I'm preparing for a 40 minute message and I'm thinking, okay, Lord, it's kind of like putting together puzzles. I know you like putting yeah. puzzles. Yeah. It's like me saying, okay, here's one piece for your puzzle, right? have fun with that. Right, and if right. I come back next year to talk, I'll give you another piece right. for your puzzle. Yes, yes. And that's how I, I felt frustrated because I'm thinking, I know I at least got the, a good conversation started with them. Right. But, but the I would follow through yes, of it. Yeah. And you, then you get people excited about it or yes. like convicted about it or whatever it is. And then they walk out of that place and it's like, what's the follow up of yeah. that? How do you walk somebody through that? Okay. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the two reasons, I guess you would say, okay. behind why I did it. Okay. Um, so in this journey of writing, what was that process like for you? Um, you know, what, what was maybe some of the, um, maybe most challenging things about writing or, or even just the process of it? What, what was that like for you? Yeah. Uh, I've had several people ask me, how long did it take you to write this book? And mine is, I, I feel like it's not a good comparison sometimes because um, I wrote the, in the writing world, we call it the crappy first draft is what they call it. You know, <laughs> the like official hey, term. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for the, you know, the <laughs> language, but that's just what you call it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and actually they, they call it a little harsher than that, <laughs> but <laughs> yes, but, um, that one took me three months. However, okay. however, um, this is a message that has been in my heart for so many years that I've been living. I knew it's all up in my head. I just got to figure out a way to get it on get paper. It yeah. um, I'll tell you a funny behind the sto scene stories that yeah. no one has yet heard. So, I love it. <laughs> uh, you know, I trust it's my, my home church. I'm like, all right, my home church, they can, they can get the inside scoop. Um, but the, the real truth is I was finishing at TKU, yeah. like uh, we had talked about, and Last semester, just insane. Like, yes. all the things. I was in practicum. And I remember when you were in practicum uh -huh. and you were, I mean, you were basically counseling yeah. a ton. You were doing so mm -hmm. many hours plus all of your coursework. I mean, it was a yeah. lot. Yeah. And all the family things on top of yes. it. I mean, it was just a lot. Yes. Would not recommend it to a friend. However, <laughs> the Lord just wrapped his- You got through it. I'm like, I did it. I'm here. I'm still standing. And so anyway, it was in that semester that I signed my my book contract for the to write this book on body image. Yeah. And when they'd asked me, you know, can we see what you would do on body image? I sat down and I did it like in an afternoon. Same thing. Like normally you, you take months to hash this out, right? Yeah. And I just- open just put out word a, vomited yeah, down just word vomited had this outline and they're like yes we love it let's do it i got a, a book contract which is insane that's insane it's yeah, insane yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly we'll just go ahead and call that what yeah, it yeah. is it's that's crazy. the lord is what that yeah. is because <laughs> they hadn't even usually you have to give them you know sample writing and all yeah, this stuff yeah. none of that with this um they just trusted me and and i don't know it was the lord that's all we're gonna yeah. say that was so anyhow fast forward six months and i was ready to start writing the book because i knew oh no it's due in three months and in <laughs> case people don't know that you have hard deadlines with yeah. writing they're like january 1st and unless you are dead or in the hospital yeah, yeah. it's due it has to be done and i sat down to write and bridget this is very embarrassing to admit but we're just gonna say it i totally forgot like literally had no memory that I had already put together a whole outline six months before. So I thought I was starting from scratch when I sat down to start writing this book. I was like, okay, Lord. So the pitch that you had made, yeah. you just forgot about that completely I, and started from scratch. I started from scratch. Yeah. 
I know. I know. Right. Like, how does somebody do that? You're well, uh, you know, <laughs> listen, this is women's ministry. I think we can all relate with how you can forget that you did something. So totally relatable. Oh my goodness. And anyhow, though, what was cool was even though I was felt like I was starting from scratch, I just felt like totally Holy Spirit inspired. I put together this whole outline again in the afternoon and I was like, oh, I love this. Let's do this. And I sent it to my agent and was about to get going. And she said, uh, can I call you? And I said, yeah. And we get on the phone and she says, this is not what you pitched them. It was the same <laughs> topic, but it wasn't the same outline yeah. and things. Yeah, yeah. And I was, I was like, it wasn't, what did I pitch? And she e emails it to what I pitched. And I was like, oh my goodness, I don't remember doing you this. have no like <laughs> I mean that's like holy forgetfulness right I mean it's gotta be yeah well now in high now the book's releasing I see okay this was totally the Lord his hand was all over it what yeah. I thought was a huge giant mistake yeah he was in that too anyway I just was praying about it because I'm like okay I now have two completely different outlines they're both on body image but right. looked very different from each other yeah. and what I'm like Lord what do I do and I just felt him say be honest with them. So I humbly emailed my publisher and told them what happened. And I said, here are the two pitches. Like, I have mom brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is the story. Here are the two pitches. And they wrote back and they said, we like the second one better. Go with it. And I was glad because I liked the second one better yeah, too. Good. And it's just fun because now part of the second one was the book is very interactive. Yes. And that was the piece that I felt like God asked me to bring in to it. And so I'm so thankful that they saw the vision yeah. for it because so far the feedback, I mean, the book just released two days ago, um, but the feedback I'm getting is, I love the layout of the book and I love that. And I'm just think I laugh every time I hear somebody say that because I'm like, that was the Lord. Like that was totally the Lord. That is so. so awesome. Yeah. Okay. So that's a good point. It's not just a read book. Like you, you read it obviously, yeah. but it's really a workbook. Like there's things to work through it. Um, there's scriptures so that you can really renew your mind. You know, at Pink Impact, you brought this up. I, I, my message was really on how to renew our minds, how to transform our minds. And it's by memorizing scripture. So at the, I think at the end of each chapter, yep. is that what you told me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. At the end of every chapter, I have a strong foundation verses that you can read and meditate on. But then there's a coloring sheet that has a verse incorporated into it that, you know, flows with the chapter. Yeah. And that's what I'm asking the reader to do is to sit and color and meditate on the verse. Because let's be real, as women, how often do we give ourselves that space? Right. We just don't. Right. And it's powerful when yeah. we do. There's so many other mm -hmm. things to be to do to, mm -hmm. to get done yeah. that it can be hard to prioritize honestly our own health. Yeah. But if you think about it, if you prioritize your own health, think of how much like more effective you can be and how much more loving you can be and how much just the, the better um, experience even your own family or business can have by taking care of yourself and putting yourself. I mean, it's not that you're it's not a selfish thing to create space for health in your own mind, your own soul, all of that. So, OK, so real quick, I just want to go to basics here. Um, what is body image? It's your view of yourself, really. And, and and actually, if you look at the definition of body image, it's a subjective view. And that was another reason why I included God's word, because mm -hmm. his word isn't like his his word is the final word. Right. Right. It can't change based on season, based on right. how I'm feeling or thinking or anything like that. And and so it is. It's just how do I view myself? Yeah. And then 
that shapes how I view the world and how yeah. I engage in the world and how I view how I should show up in the world. And yeah, yeah, that's the basic definition. So, so with thinking through that, how can women identify what their, you know, body image is or like what their viewpoint of themselves is? Because I, my thought process in asking this is there are things that I don't know I think about myself or there, there, there are filters that I have about certain things that until somebody like calls me out until, or until the Holy Spirit reveals it to me, I start thinking like, oh, that's just, that's just the way it is or, or that's what everybody thinks or that's what it's supposed to be like. So how, how, do you, how would you encourage people to even like self-identify some of those things? Yeah, we call those core beliefs. That's what you're talking about when yeah. I do address that in the book, but it is, it's we are all, we're not born with core beliefs. You learn them in yeah. your environment, obviously from our family of origin, but also in school, in work, yeah. in all the relationships we've ever been in. The, all those things have shaped our core beliefs, which is again, why it's so important as believers that we get in the word yeah. and we're surrounded by other believers because then I love how when we read the word, it reads us. Yeah. <laughs> and it the, exactly like you said, it will, the Holy Spirit will convict and go, mm, actually that core belief, you know, it, obviously he's not using that verbiage, but that's right. what it is, yeah. is that's not in line with my truth. Right. And you're absolutely right. So many of us are walking around with core beliefs that are not based on the foundation of God's word and Jesus and what he says is true about us. And so to become the first step is awareness. Yeah. And that's why um, at the end of every chapter, I included something called a body image blueprint. And it's really a, pl a place to journal. It's okay. questions that I ask and that gives them space to reflect. The only way we can ever challenge core beliefs is again, give ourselves space to do it. Yeah. As busy women, we don't really do that. Like you said, we just kind of go through life thinking, oh, this is just, how everybody I've ever known right. does things. My mom said mm -hmm. this. My my yeah. aunt always talked like this. My grandma, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> smacked my birthing hips and said, yeah. baby, you got birthing hips. You yeah. know, whatever it is. Yep. Uh, that's something that I have even thought through having a daughter. She's so, you know, she's so little. She's six years old. And I, I want to project health in a in like a good way so like when i'm saying i'm gonna go work out it's not because i'm i need to lose weight because you know my thighs are too big or you know mm -hmm. my belly's too jiggly or whatever it is um i want to work out because mommy wants to be healthy and i want to be strong so that i can live my life you know just thinking whereas maybe growing up it was not always you mm -hmm. know described that way so i have i have started to be more aware of myself of my own body image because of what I'm trying to help my tiny little daughter start out in, because that stuff does start so young. Yes, oh yeah, yeah. When I was in graduate school, I did research on this and of 140 women is 138 to be exact that yeah. I had in this study, most of them, when they said, when they think about when their body image struggles began, most of them were eight and under. Eight and under. Mm -hmm. So yeah, my six year old, yeah. that's not, no. that is not far off. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so we're shaping them right now. And and something I also like to encourage, because I feel like in this area we've improved. Mm -hmm. And I also like to be clear on this. So I did include a chapter on generations mm -hmm. and I, I am clear about this in the book and I'm also clear about this when I counsel people. We look back on previous generations, our moms and grandmas and stuff, not to, I never like to look back and go and cast blame yeah. on somebody or shame, or yeah. I can't believe you did this. They did the best they knew yep. with what they were handed down. 
And at some point, some generation has to be the one that says, I don't think this is working. Yeah. Like, I think, I think maybe we need to change the narrative yeah. a little bit different. And I've, I'm seeing that shift happen already yeah. that just like you and I are already becoming aware of, hey, I don't want to pass that on to my kids. And I don't right. want them to remember mom always died. That was another yeah. comment I saw in this survey I did with these ladies is mom was always dieting yeah. or always saying how fat she was or yeah. always just talking out loud about yes. this. And so I feel like we've made a big shift in not talking negatively. Now the next step is also exactly what you were talking about, the behavior thing, is just because we're not saying out loud, oh, I'm so fat, are our actions and our behaviors get it make they're watching yeah, right yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> like they, they see yeah. and so to your point something I do with my girls is because as you know Bridget I love to exercise yes, like I, yeah it's fun to me it's a get to it's a hobby you used to be an instructor yeah exactly so yeah. like yeah, yeah you have vast yeah. knowledge in this yeah so it's fun it's not a like oh here we go Trudery, again. it's yeah, yeah. very just help for my mind and all the things and and so I have conversations with my girls about yeah. this and I'm exactly like what you just said of, hey, I want you to know when I'm going to work out, it is not because I think, oh no, I just had a cookie. I've got to burn this off. Yeah, It's because I know that movement it's good for me. Yeah. And we're for born my mind. to move. Yeah. Yes. And they've seen that. The stress and, reliever. Yeah. Like all, there's so many benefits yeah. to it yeah. besides just the way I look. Cause honestly, y'all, I can do all the jumping jacks and yeah, there's just certain things that are still gonna be jiggly. Exactly. <laughs> I have I've owned that. I'm like, all right, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where it starts with us, and just becoming aware is a huge deal. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that, and I, I I think it's I think exactly what you're talking about. It is for us, but as everything is like, it's for us, but it doesn't stop with us. Mm-hmm. It is for the next generation. It is for for the next generation after that, it's for wholeness, it's for healing, it's for all of that. Um, there's a more holistic, I think, th- like thinking pattern for more in our lives than maybe what, this is, I'll personalize it, than maybe what I have been aware of. I am not always aware. Sometimes I'm so insular that I that I don't have the, the full picture of, of what this looks like moving forward, you know, because I'm like, I, I'm just here now, but what does this look like? What, what legacy am I even starting for, for my family? What, you know, what, what things am I breaking off from the past to move forward? And like you're saying, there's no, you know, condemnation for generations before, because honestly they were just doing their best. They were, they had their own frailties. Then their parents had their own issues, you know? So it's like, there's, there's only so much that you can also, I feel like there's only so much you can pass back Mm. because at some point like this is my life this is my thinking this is the way that I'm dealing with things and at some point it's on us it's on me to transform my own mind you know it's it's on me to get into scripture and if I am constantly passing blame back well I'm not taking ownership of right now and then that's not helping me in the future that's not helping me uh cascade for my own children and my grandchildren and and how that's going to flow. So, um, I love exactly what you said. Like you can't, you can't pass blame back. You really got to take ownership of, of what it looks like now. And I realize that there's, you know, there's different things that go on in people's lives. So 
as a counselor, you may have a different perspective. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I mean, casting blame never helps anything. All, all, all that's helpful on looking back is looking at themes and things we're still carrying. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how to, mm -hmm. and how to work through that and how to exactly. break that and how to yep. change that for your own life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I love, um, I love the book. It's super fun. It's, it's like, I, I do. Okay. I do really love the layout. That's funny that you <laughs> yeah. said like that was a topic, but I do really love the layout. Um, it's interactive. It feels, it feels like, um, a study, which actually, are you doing studies with it? Yeah. So the cool thing about the book is it's broken into another thing that, and I'm so thankful my publisher got this vision as well. It has 18 chapters, which is more than most books. Yeah. It's not a longer book, but the chapters are shorter. shorter yeah. Again, I had the busy woman in mind yes, when I wrote you, the book thank you. because I know we like to feel like, woohoo, successful. I read, I actually completed the chapter. And yeah. So there's shorter chapters, but between <laughs> yeah. goals, achievable goals. Um, but between each three chapters there's a unit and okay. so the units are the piece that come with video teachings and yeah there's already several churches and things are doing groups out of it okay, where because awesome. there's a bible study piece and then yes. a, a therapy toolbox is what i call it okay yeah where i teach them a little therapy tool that they can keep and yeah so there's studies happening okay that's it. a good mm -hmm. point i just want to make real quick so this this book is both um how did how did you put it it's like therapy Therape therapeutic and biblical yeah therapeutic yep. mm -hmm. and biblical so there's mm -hmm. like the counseling like scientific mm -hmm. side of it mm -hmm. and then there's the biblical side and and i love that you integrated both of those together i don't know that there's a ton of that out there yeah. specifically for this topic so i'm i'm really really excited about it. i'm really excited about our gateway women to utilize this this is going to be a great tool for us to utilize in groups for personally, you know, as you're just going about, you know, self-development, um, I just highly recommend it. So where can people get the book? Yeah. Well, our gateway girls can get it in gateway bookstore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but of course, Amazon, really all the retailers, yeah. Barnes and Nobles, all the places. Um, but then Amazon will get it to you the quickest of all of them. Okay. Yeah. So you can find it there too. Unless yeah. you just like walk into the gateway bookstore and pick one up. Yeah. But, <laughs> um, so check there if, on a weekend or whatever, but, uh, yeah, you can find it. Okay. So now, uh, podcast, social media, give them all of that stuff too. Oh yes. My podcast name is real talk with Rachel and my hub is just my name, rachelgilbert.com. Okay. Sorry, life outside the shell had to go, um, <laughs> but, but, and then I like to hang out on Instagram at Rachel J Gilbert. Yep. I yeah. love, I love watching. Um, I love that you, you're constantly, she does like to work out. So I love that you were constantly like in your workout gear and like, this is the thought I had today. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, she's got like her hair in a bun. She's out by some trees. Cause she's in a trail. Like she was doing a, a run or whatever. And then the Lord speaks to her. But I do feel like the Lord speaks to us when we are in a position to hear from him. Mm -hmm. So if you're on a run, if you're out in nature, if you're washing dishes, like whatever that kind of still space is, you can be running and still spill still in your spirit. So it, when we get still before the Lord, I feel like he speaks really clearly to us. I know that when I'm outdoors, mm -hmm. I'm an outdoorsy person. So when I'm outdoors, I feel like the Lord speaks, yeah. um, you know, for other people, it's painting or whatever you're doing, you know, whatever your thing is. Um, but I love that you share on Instagram a lot. So yeah. if you're interested, definitely go check her out on there. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for coming back. She, like I said, she was our very first podcast uh, uh, guest. So 
Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me back. It was fun. <laughs> I love it because when when we first talked, she was just talking about getting started with the book. And so now this is like the completion of it. She's back yeah, and it's released. Yeah. When yes. we first talked, I might have just had written that one uh, outline that yeah. I forgot about. <laughs> Who knows? So. Maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> All right, girls. Well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, a couple of things to announce to y'all. Okay, we've got Men's Summit coming up for the Gateway Girls. Get your husbands, your brothers, your dad, who whatever the dudes are in your life get them signed up for men's summit it's our men's conference here at gateway church it's april 27th and 28th so you can go to menssummit.com to get your tickets for that highly highly recommend highly recommend they are going to be a changed man because the power of the holy spirit shows up at men's summit so you definitely want your guys there um, if you want to get more involved even like rachel mentioned there's wild women in leadership development our campuses run that we've got equip classes we've got groups if you want to get into a group maybe do this study together any and there's so many opportunities to be involved in gateway women so from here you can text the word women to 71010 and i want you to know that's not like an automated response you're going to get you actually talk to a person there's a person on the other end of that so if you reach out you will get an answer and we can get you plugged into whatever campus you're interested in being plugged into we also have some um, online ministry that we can do if you are you know far away from one of our campuses so i just wanted to make you aware of all of those things okay girls i love you i'm so excited you've been here we'll see you next uh, month for next month's episode